first-generation Lafayette farmer was one of several witnesses called to testify at a U.S. Senate committee reviewing a bill that could help kickstart the carbon market industry in the U.S. Brent Bible, co-owner of Stillwater Farms, testified at the Senate Committee on Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry's hearing on the Growing Climate Solutions Act, a bipartisan bill introduced by Senator Mike Braun of Indiana. The bill seeks to create new resources at the U.S. Department of Agriculture that will help farmers, ranchers, and foresters participate in carbon credit markets, including establishing a USDA certification and certification process for the carbon market industry, organizing an advisory council, and establishing other features that would help build trust in the market. A carbon credit market allows companies to offset the amount of greenhouse gases they emit by purchasing carbon credits a certificate worth a certain amount of carbon dioxide emissions. Farmers, ranchers, and foresters can generate carbon credits to trade by using environmentally sustainable farming practices that will retain more greenhouse gases. In essence, farmers are trading their promise to undertake environmentally friendly farming that will reduce greenhouse gas emissions in the atmosphere in exchange for cash. Companies like Microsoft, Coca-Cola, JetBlue, Starbucks, and even fossil fuel giant BP have voluntarily promised to reduce or offset greenhouse gas emissions, and in some cases, have purchased carbon credits to reach those goals. But doubts about how much greenhouse gases carbon offsets actually reduce and the overall stability of those markets have prevented U.S. farmers from participating in those private markets more broadly and embracing this alternative form of revenue. Bible told the committee farmers need Congress to act to embrace this new income stream. These practices and uh, initiatives that we reach will not reach a broader farming audience if we can't figure out how to scale up the current rates of adoption and conservation practices. And that's why I like the Growing Climate Solutions Act. It opens the door for farmer participation in a market-based system that rewards farmers for implementing conservation practices on their farms if they choose to do so. Because of these results, we need Congress to step in and provide policies that incentivize further adoptions. And we have great programs at USDA that provide cost share for farmers to implement conservation practices. But government programs are not the only solution to our problem. We need real market-based options that allow farmers to individually make a choice and participate and then see the benefits to their economic bottom line. I urge the committee to examine this bill and work together to pass legislation that will put my farm in the environment both on a path to success. The text of the bill has not been finalized, but Braun and Stabenow said the goal of the bill is ultimately to help farmers and foresters scale up sustainable practices and make money through voluntary carbon markets by targeting impediments. This is Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, a Democrat and co-sponsor of the bill. Carbon markets offer agriculture producers an opportunity to create additional revenue streams. With all the uncertainty from COVID-19 and trade and weather, farmers need new market opportunities now more than ever. At the same time, companies across the country are looking for ways to offset their emissions through carbon markets. That means farmers and foresters have an exciting opportunity to be rewarded for the voluntary sustainable steps they're taking to generating and selling carbon credits. For example, Detroit's own General Motors paid for an agricultural carbon project like this, based on grasslands in North Dakota a few years ago, one of the first of its kind. Our bill will help the corn and soybean farmer in Michigan who's hearing about companies like GM and is asking me how they can get involved in this and have a credible process 
to store their carbon and have it measured accurately. And they want to know how to get started. That's what the Growing Climate Solutions Act does. The legislators hope to remove several roadblocks, including uncertainty in how to start the sustainability projects, navigate the carbon credit markets, and finding trustworthy carbon market professionals with agriculture or forestry experience. The bill would establish a website to guide farmers through the process and set up a process to certify technical assistance providers that can work with farmers to design and implement sustainability projects that can produce a tradable carbon credit. The USDA will also be empowered to certify third-party verifiers who can confirm that the projects resulted in emissions reductions or carbon storage. This is National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue. Farmers are great at, at farming and at uh, trying to distill a lot of information, but for the efforts that are out there right now, these contracts are enormously complex and there are a lot of questions. And so setting up a system similar to one that's envisioned by this bill would at least set up a structure so that farmers can trust the information, make sure that they can get their questions answered and can believe in the system and the market itself. In 2018, voluntary carbon markets helped offset about 98.4 million metric tons of greenhouse gases around the world. That's about double the amount of 2016, but just a small fraction of greenhouse gas emissions across the world. U.S. polluters alone emitted 6,677 million metric tons of greenhouse gases. Increased interest in the carbon credit market could allow farmers to chip away further at those emissions totals and supplement income to fund their currently unprofitable operations. Bible, a first-generation farmer and former Indiana State Police officer, told Braun and the rest of the committee that federal policies, fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic, and rising overhead costs have made farming unprofitable. He said many farmers are only able to continue their operations because of government subsidies and support programs. Our demand structure certainly has, has been injured the last couple of years through different things, policy and, and otherwise, but our supply is very good right now as well. So we need to look for other markets, uh, other opportunities to, to generate a profit. We are not making money right now. We, we are, are treading water, so to speak, when you take away that, that, that USDA subsidy that's, that's been there the last, whether that's the market facilitation program or the COVID. The demand has increased for those voluntary markets to exist. So I think that's the opportunity for us to be able to step up and, and supply that and, and generate revenue through that process. It gives us the, the opportunity to, to make a profit and do something environmentally healthy for our operations at the same time. The Growing Climate Solutions Act will have to make its way through the committee before it gets a vote in the full Senate. The bill was also recently introduced in the U.S. House of Representatives. More than 50 organizations, including farming and ranching associations, agricultural business interests, food manufacturers, and environmental organizations have expressed support for the bill.